Okay, friends, so we are going to summarize, hopefully in 10 minutes, the second Sicha in Dvar Malchus that the Rebbe distributed. The Sicha is entitled Nitzchiyas Haftachas Hagaula, the eternal promise that Hashem gave about Mashiach and world redemption. I will not endeavor to cover all of the Sicha. It's too involved and profound, the many psukim and the proofs. What I want to rather do is focus on the key thrust and crux of the Sicha so that it would be easy to remember and easy to share with others the inspiring message of the Sicha. So let us begin. In Hilchas Malachim, in the Laws of Kings, chapter Yud Aleph, the 11th chapter, the Rambam talks about the concept of Mashiach, of world redemption, of that one day the world will become a place that Hashem always intended it to be, a, a, a society governed by tzedek, umishpat, and chesed, so a gracious and kind and loving society, also a society filled with kedusha, kamayim layom a world filled with the presence of Hashem, so that the world becomes a home for man and God, a very beautiful world, fine. Now the Rambam says, this belief, this idea in Yiddishkeit is, first of all, one of the 13, Yud Gimel it's one of the pillars of Jewish faith, but here the Rambam also says, that a Jew who doesn't believe in this concept of Mashiach, and is and also somebody who's not somebody who says, I'm not interested in this. I'm not looking forward to Mashiach. The person is not only disregarding all the Nevi'im, but also the Torah and Mesha himself, this person doesn't believe in. So if you don't believe in the concept of Mashiach and you don't anticipate this happening, you are sweeping away the whole structure of Yiddishkeit. Now the Rambam is going to prove this, and we'll go straight to Halacha Beis. The second Halacha in this chapter is the culminating proof the Rambam uses to illustrate this point. And he says, how do we know this? We know the concept of Mashiach is a concrete, realistic thing, because he says in the laws of Ari Miklot, there's a Pasuk that says in the Torah, the Pasuk says, Ki yarchiv Hashem Elokecha es Gevulcha, in the days to come, when Mashiach arrives, Hashem will expand the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And at that time, the mitzvah is, you should add, you should build three more cities of refuge, Ari Miklat, in addition to the six that were already built. And the Rambam continues, This command, this the command, was never fulfilled. We never had the opportunity to do this because our Mashiach did not come. The land was not expanded. And we never built these three additional cities of refuge. And therefore, the Rambam says, it's a clear mitzvah in the Torah. So if somebody says, oh, Mashiach is not going to come, you're denying a mitzvah in the Torah. You're sweeping away the whole, you're sweeping away everything. Imagine somebody says, oh, I don't believe in Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha. I don't believe in Zachar Sim HaShabbos Lakadsheh. Or Somebody says that, then in effect they're sweeping away the truth and the authenticity of Torah 
And if you do it to one Pasuk, then everything disappears. It all falls. So that's the Rambam's key culminating proof. Now, what the Rebbe points out, the Rebbe stacks up many questions, but the key idea is, it's fascinating that in the first halacha, the Rambam marshals many proofs from the Torah that Mashiach will come. For example, in Halacha Aleph, he quotes the Pasuk that says, that God's going to have compassion on the Jewish people and bring them all back there. It's Yisrael. Rana talks about that Pasuk. Then the Ramam talks about Parshas Bilom. And in Parshas Bilom, there's beautiful prophecy about the world and Mashiach in the future. Mashiach David and Melech HaMashiach and the Rambam quotes many psukim, Machat Pasimayev, Kam Shevet Mi Yisrael, Derach Kechev Miyakiv, different psukim, and one goes on David and one on Mashiach, back and forth. The Rambam illustrates how each psukim talks about one of the redemptions. So the Rambam offers many proofs from the Torah about Mashiach. What's very fascinating is in Halacha Aleph, he doesn't mention Ori Miklat at all, nothing. He doesn't mention Mitzvah, just psukim illustrating the concept of Mashiach. And halacha is a completely separate halacha. The Ramam doesn't mention any of the earlier proofs. And it only focuses on the halacha of Arim Miklat. And from here is the culminating proof that Mashiach will come in a real tangible way to transform the world. What's going on here? It's very strange. Either it should all be in one halacha, why the division of the halachas, why when it comes to halacha base, it's only Arim Miklat and nothing else. So the, the key answer is going to revolve around the fact that when something is a mitzvah in the Torah, it takes on a completely different dimension. And that dimension changes the concept of Mashiach to something that must happen in the world in a physical, physical transformative way. And to explain, to express the Rebbe's answer, we'll do it by way of analogy. Some time ago, I read this interesting book and it was about the history of music and the professor writes there that when Beethoven wrote his music, in his imagination, he was able to compose incredible symphonies, but he says there was a problem. Beethoven was able to write and create music that was so beautiful and complex that it, was not be, it wasn't able to be expressed in the instruments of the time that Beethoven lived because the instruments were too clumsy and didn't have the agility to play all the notes as quickly as Beethoven wanted. They couldn't play the cadence and, and, and that rhythm. So after he wrote the music, the instrument makers said, this can't be played properly, and it pushed the instrument makers to make much better instruments. And ultimately, with time... The instruments caught up to the melody. He, he, he argues there that Beethoven not only was a great, one of the greatest musicians of all time, but he pushed and forwarded music rapidly because of his music pushed them to create better instruments. So what Beethoven does with music, Yiddishkeit Judaism does with Mashiach. Torah has a beautiful vision of society, of history, of what it will come. Now, 
it might be a place of injustice, of pain, where one cannot see God's presence. But one day Mashiach will come and the world will be transformed into a beautiful Basi Lagani. It will become God's garden, a world of grace and Kedusha and Mitzvah and Teira, a beautiful, beautiful society. So, how does Yiddishkeit do that? It does that with the melody, the divine melody is the mitzvah. When we do a mitzvah, we are bringing that goodness and that chesed and that holiness into the world. Every mitzvah is part of that symphony. And a mitzvah is also an expression of what Hashem is. Hashem says, just like Hashem says, I am kind and gracious, you also should be. So the mitzvahs express what Hashem is in a very deep way. For somebody to say that this mitzvah will disappear or will not actually be a mitzvah in the physical world is to deny what Hashem said, to deny Hashem's vision, to destroy Hashem's music. And that cannot be within the context of Yiddishkeit. That's a denial of everything. Just as if one denies other mitzvahs in the Torah. So that is what the Rambam is saying here. He's saying there are many, in Halacha Aleph he's talking about the concept of Mashiach and illustrating different themes that will happen when Mashiach comes. Beautiful. But when the Rambam is culminating this proof, he finishes with a separate category, the category of mitzvah. The category of mitzvah means these are things that Hashem wants to happen in this world and they have to happen in a physical way. This is the divine music that runs through history. That is what a mitzvah is. And so by doing it, we're fulfilling what Hashem wants, and it has to be in, the concrete, in a concrete way. And so the mitzvah, the proof from Arei Mikvot is separate, because you cannot say a mitzvah is an allegory, or it's not in the physical world, or it's a metaphor. It must be concrete, because that's God's plan for the world and for the future. So a person looks around and says, but I see the world is still filled with strife and hatred, and I don't see Kedusha. So how's Mashiach going to come? Maybe I shouldn't be Mechakil I have my doubts. So what the Rambam is saying is that a Yid believes, one of the Yud Gimel Ikre Amuni is a Yid believes that the future belongs to Hashem's melody, to the music, and not to the faulty instruments. It's true, we might not be the proper instruments to... We, we not, might not be doing the mitzvahs uh, fully or correctly now. So you have chaos in society. But Hashem said ultimately that the symphony is going to be complete. And that is up to each and every one. And up to us. And the future belongs to the music. To the mitzvah. To fulfillment of every mitzvah. And so that is what we are called on to do. To live a life of mitzvahs. Of kedusha, Of faith in Mashiach. And to actively be to anticipate and help usher that time in. And we do so one mitzvah at a time. Every mitzvah we do is another note to that divine symphony, which ultimately will flood the world. Kamayim layam mechasim.